Altamaria and warm Pacific greetings for RNZ Pacific News. I'm Emma Miley. Papua New Guinea Northern Governor Jerry Jufa is to stand trial on three counts of bribery allegations against him in the election petition filed by his contender Jean Aparo Pakop. The National reports this was after the Waigani Supreme Court struck out the second allegation on six counts of errors and omission and a fourth count of bribery was also struck out. The three counts of bribery against Mr Jufa will be heard in trial on March 27th. The matter will return to court on March 20th to confirm the trial venue. Tokelau's new administrator has set out some big plans for what he wants to achieve during his tenure. Don Higgins has been in Tokelau for the first general meeting following the national election to meet with elders. He says he wants to restart projects affected by the COVID pandemic. Uh, the first one is to complete the projects that we started before COVID which have been halted because of COVID, held up, uh, as, it, as many things have been. Um, and they include some, some critical infrastructure projects for Tokelau, such as the, the fiber optic cable with Teletop, the renewable energy project, the second phase of that, that was begun when I was here last time in 2013. Don Higgins says he also wants to work with Tokelau for quality of life for those living there and self-determination for the New Zealand rump country. Japan has begun preparations for its foreign minister to visit the Solomon Islands, Kiribati and the Cook Islands in late March. Reuters reports the visit expected to take place from March 18 to 22 comes after China signed a security pact with the Solomon Islands last year, prompting concern from the United States and Australia as China seeks to extend its influence in the region. Foreign Minister Yoshi Yoshimasa Hayashi intends to affirm the three island states' cooperation within free and open Indo-Pacific and is considering suggesting security cooperation as well, the report said. He also plans to assert concerns over the release of treated water from the wrecked Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant later this year, according to the Yumi Yuri newspaper. A recent workshop aimed at countering corruption in the Pacific has included officials and practitioners from the Cook Islands, Fiji, Nauru, Samoa, Solomon Islands, Tonga and Vanuatu. The two-day workshop discussed the topic of beneficial ownership, transparency as one of the keys to addressing corruption. Beneficial ownership transparency Transparency means the ultimate owners of an entity are disclosed through a central public registry. The workshop included the participation of experts from the Asia-Pacific Group on Money Laundering and the Australian Transaction Reports and Analysis Centre coordinated by the UN Development Programme. A New Zealand resident in the Hawke's Bay community of Pukitapu hopes the community will continue to look out for one another as external support begins to fade. Nearly a month on from Cyclone Gabriel, power has been restored for most of the region and many rural properties have regained access to paddocks. Claire Holmes says people are physically and emotionally worn out from the clean-up and sometimes forget to check in with one another. I really hope that there are ongoing community hui meetings, just even a monthly something, you know, the way the community really came together 
if we can continue that in less of a crisis point state, to continue to stay checked in and have forum and space for our people to have their voices heard. Claire Holmes is offering free yoga, massage and mindfulness sessions to everyone in the community. Also in New Zealand, Labour could form a government with the support of the Greens and Te Paati Māori, according to the latest One News Kenta public poll. But the two main parties are still neck and neck, with just two points separating National and Labour. Here's RNZ political reporter KT Scotcher. Labour has dropped two points to 36%, while the Green Party has seen its support increase by four points to 11%. Te Party Māori is up two points to 3%, meaning the left bloc could form a government with its support. The National Party has dropped three points to 34%, while the ACT Party is up one point to 11 Even with Te Party Māori's support, the right bloc wouldn't be able to form a government. In the preferred Prime Minister stakes, Chris Hipkins is up four points to 27%, while National Leader Christopher Luxon is down five points to 17%. The latest COVID-19 figures in New Zealand show 11,544 cases reported in last week and 12 further deaths. Of those cases, 4,717 are reinfections. 190 people were in hospital with the virus as of midnight Sunday, including five in an intensive care unit. In world news, the 95th Oscars ceremony wrapped up in Los Angeles yesterday with the first Asian woman winning Best Actress. Michelle Yeoh won for her leading role as Evelyn Wong in the 2022 sci-fi comedy Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, Yi Huan won Best Actor in a supporting role in the same movie. He delivered an emotional speech about his journey from a refugee camp. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. And meanwhile, Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for his work in The Whale. Witter FX won the Oscar for Best Visual Effects for the seventh time for the work on Avatar, The Way of Water, which was filmed here in New Zealand. The US government plans to block 65,000 square kilometres of federal land and water in Alaska from future fossil fuel drilling to protect wildlife. But a decision is awaited on approving a controversial new oil development elsewhere in Alaska. The BBC's Yosef Taha has more details. The announcement comes as President Joe Biden is expected to approve ConocoPhillips' controversial willow oil project, which is fiercely opposed by environmentalists. The drilling venture is planned in Alaska's North Slope, which holds huge oil reserves and is owned by the federal government. Activists have written more than one million letters to the White House in protest of the project. Environmentalists say the new protections did not go far enough and want the Biden administration to stop oil and gas developments altogether to help fight climate change. In the sports, the Black Caps have claimed another thrilling win, beating Sri Lanka by two wickets on the final ball of the weather-affected first cricket test in Christchurch. Needing 257 runs for victory on the final day, rain reduced the chase to 52 overs, and Kane Williamson scored a century before he and Tao Ender Neil Wagner ran a bye on the last ball to seal the result. Captain Tim Southey says Williamson is unflappable. He just loves it, like he's just a world-class player and 
and I think uh, world-class players are able to perform in different conditions and different situations and he's done that for a his whole career, um, even when he was young, he was he was the guy that sort of you, know, you sort of leaned on from a young age. <laughs> Congratulations! The result put the hosts one and L up in the two match series. And that's your news of sports. For more of our headlines and stories, head to rnzi.com.